What's up, everyone, in the hot as heck hinterlands? It's rock rolling solo as our boy Maxi is taking the week off to get in more distance running and, you know, getting in other various shenanigans. Y'all know Max, he ain't right. So, gang, it's been a minute since we've dropped a rock's tails, and I've received several messages from listeners recently that asked if we could post another episode of Spooky Tales from my clan. You ask, we deliver, as Maxie likes to say. So let's dive in, shall we? This story comes from my uncle, who, despite being quite the character and storyteller, is a completely honest guy. He's always ready with a helping hand or a laugh, and he was my favorite uncle growing up who shall remain nameless because, you know, I don't want to offend my other cool uncles. All right, y'all, here goes. This takes place when he was around 13 years old, and the story goes that there was a girl that lived in their small rural town that he had kind of taken a liking to. They were about the same age and rode the bus together for school, and according to him, she liked him back. So they would talk on the bus and walk home together. Nothing big, he said, just talking and having fun. So his mom, my abuela did not want him talking to this girl for whatever reason. I suppose she didn't want things to get too serious. That said, my uncle kept talking to this girl and he even began sneaking out of the house on occasion to walk over to her house, knock on a window, which she would open and they would talk. He would stay outside on the side of the house and she would lean out of her window and they would talk for hours, just shoot the breeze and, you know, talk about nothing and everything. So, one Friday night, his mom, my grandma, goes into his room and tells him that she has a bad feeling, that something's not right, just this ill omen. So she tells him to say his prayers and closes his door. Well, he immediately throws on his shoes, hops out of the window, and heads over to his girlfriend's house. Now, as he's walking, he notices that everything is really quiet, like, No dogs barking, no night insects, just this heavy silence. And, you know, he starts to think about what his mom had said earlier about her having a bad feeling and that maybe, just maybe, she might be right. But, you know, he's 13 and laughs it off and, you know, he really wants to talk to his friend. So he continues on. Now, as he's walking to her house, he notices that the house is completely dark. Like no lights, no sounds, nothing just utterly dark, which is odd because her dad is usually watching TV in the living room and his friend usually has a lamp on. But this night, there's nothing, nada, just darkness and silence. And then the dogs start howling in the distance. Still, my uncle continues on against his better judgment, as he later told me, and he creeps up to his friend's window and he gently knocks. Nothing. So he listens intently and, again, he doesn't hear a thing in the house. Which is odd because she told him that she'd be home tonight. Well, he knocks again and the window suddenly slides up. And he tells me that the room, that his friend's room, is weirdly darker than it is outside. Like, there's this sheet of darkness in front of the window. Then he hears his friend's voice and he relaxes and they start talking. She says her dad is not feeling good and that's why the house is all dark, that everyone's asleep. 
And during this conversation, he can't see her, he only hears her. She never pokes her head out of the window as she normally does, only her voice. Well, after a couple of minutes, she asks him if he wants to come inside her room. After thinking this over for less than a nanosecond, he replies, yeah, that he would indeed like to come in. Now, the window is set a little high in this house and uh, you know he says he's going to climb in. But she tells him that she can help him by pulling him up. Now my uncle, according to him, he was a bit chubby at this time and he thought this was a bad idea. He didn't think she could support his weight, but she told him that she could help him. So he agrees and immediately her arm thrust out of the window to help him up. Now this is a part that really started to scare him because he said it was so dark in her room that it seemed like there was a sheet of black construction paper over her window and that her arm just like came out of there. It's like he couldn't see the rest of her body, only her arm and hand. Grab my hand, she told him. So he did, and it was clammy and cold. Come in, she said again, and began pulling him up. Now he thought he was going to have to climb up the side more than anything, but to his utter astonishment and terror, he was being pulled off his feet and into the room by this little slip of a girl, as he called her. Come in, she kept saying as she was pulling him up. And every time she said it, the voice got deeper. Come in, come in, come in. Now my uncle, according to him, literally starts screaming and trying to dislodge himself from her hand. This fear is in him. The dogs are howling in the background and he is freaking out. So he starts praying, seeing the Our Father. And the hand lets go and he falls back and tumbles on the dirt and scrambles away and sprints the entire way back to his house. He said he jumped back into his window, closed it, hopped in bed and stayed up all night. When the sun came up, he was finally able to get some sleep. Now, when he sees her the following Monday, the following Monday morning at the bus stop, the first thing she does is come up to him and apologizes for not being at home. Her grandmother had apparently gotten sick, and they had to leave that Friday afternoon and head out of town to see her. Uncle said from that moment on, he listened very intently to whatever feeling his mom had. When mom had a feeling that something bad was around, let me tell you, I stayed inside that night. Wise move. All right, gang. Now what does that story teach us? Simple. Listen to your mom. Hey, parents got that sixth sense, gang, much like kids, and it's best to listen to them at times like that. There are tons of tales of parental warnings that go unheeded, and then something bad happened because the kids were too stubborn to listen to it. And you know, what was that entity that almost pulled my uncle into that dark, empty house? Decide amongst yourself, gang. Let us know in the comments or in the socials. Some phantom, some demonic entity, who knows? All right, and on to the next. My cousin John tells this story from time to time. It's never wavered, and the tale is always the same every single time he tells it. 
Here it is. One night, my parents were arguing, and my mom sat us down in front of the TV. My brother and two sisters were all on the couch. We were eating popcorn and trying to ignore the yelling. After a while, they stopped yelling like they always did, and they walked out of the room together smiling. After my parents argued in front of us, I guess they felt bad, so they always took us out to eat, like to get burgers or something. But this time was a little different. It was a lot different, in fact. When they walked out of the room and looked at us on the couch, they stopped smiling, and I could tell something was wrong. They both had a look of fear on their faces, like my dad's eyes were so wide, and he could only stutter. My mom held out her hands to us and said very softly, very gently, to get off the couch and come to her. She told us to only look at her and to not look back. So my sisters and my brother did exactly what she said. But me being me, the first thing I did, of course, was to look behind me. And I still remember what I saw to this very day. Like, it'll never leave my mind. It was a shadow. This wide, dark shadow in the shape of a man was right behind the couch. Like it was hovering over us when we were watching TV. I couldn't see the eyes, but when I turned, I could tell that it looked at me. I felt this raw panic, this fear like I'd never felt before. I literally jumped off the couch and ran past my parents into the room. Both of my parents and us kids were in the room after that and my mom got out the Bible and she started praying. I mean, we were freaked, me especially. My dad walked out of the room not long after and it was gone. So the next day my mom got a priest to come over and bless our house and my parents promised to never argue in front of us again. And they didn't. And I don't know if it was that promise or the priest blessing our house, but thankfully, none of us ever saw that shadow again. Okay, y'all. Now that story has always freaked me out. Now my mom is positive that the shadow thing, this entity, whatever it was, was attracted to the chaos and the negative energy of the constant arguing in that house, like it was drawn to it which all changed after that. My aunt and uncle changed their ways and are still happily married to this day. So, it's never too late. Well, gang, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Rock's Tales. Let us know on the socials. You know we love to hear from you. Also, as we say in every episode, please continue sending us your true tales of terror. We have plenty, but we want more. We're greedy like this. Head on over to our own website at nightmarespodcast.net, scroll down, see the wolves, and holler at your boys, or email us at nightmarespod at gmail.com. The bard of our show, Teresa Joy, is the magical glue that keeps this thing going. Find and follow her at Viralbright on Facebook and Instagram. And don't worry, y'all, Max will be back next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, be good to each other and sweet dreams. dreams.